Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. The Windy City White Sox podcast with the Red Sox in town. Chris Sale with COVID, that's too bad. And the White Sox getting a nice win on a Friday night. We actually recorded before the game on a Friday, so no Friday reaction. But I think you'll be entertained as usual, by the pod today. Real quick, though, the Bears open up tomorrow night, as I'm talking on Saturday, Bears, Rams, and I have not felt this little buzz about the Bears since, let me think about that, oh, I don't know, last year. That's right, it's a continuation after the 12-4 and season, which was fun, and the double doink, and you felt like you left something on the table, but then you learned quickly that you didn't, and then you knew last year was probably the last year of Mitchell Trubisky, but now you know this year's the first year of Justin Fields, but you don't know when he's going to play, and you've got a 39-year-old in Jason Peters playing left tackle who was on a fishing boat because you drafted a offensive lineman out of Oklahoma State who had back issues, and you traded up to do that. There's just minimal to zero buzz. Uh, But once Fields gets on the field, win, lose, draw, whatever, this is going to be a great Bears season. I don't think they should rush him. I think I've said this many times. Do not rush the guy. But when he's ready, let's get him out on the field. And it'll be fun to watch the Bears play. And I won't be focused on wins. I'll be focused on, is this guy awesome? And if he is, that will be sweet. It's kind of like almost watching the White Sox if you rewind back a couple of years. Hey, does Moncada look good? Does Kopech look good? Oh, my God, he's coming up here in September, and he's firing balls 100 miles an hour, and it's electric at guaranteed rate field with 22,000 in attendance or whatever it was. That was exciting because you knew it was on the way. And here we are with the White Sox on the verge of going to the playoffs, and we shall see. Uh, Looking forward to having some playoff uh, deep dives coming up uh, the next couple of weeks here. But this one, uh, we do tackle the injuries and everything else that's going on with the White Sox. Go Bears! Go Sox! Uh, Quick programming reminder. 6 o'clock tomorrow night on Sunday. Well, here, let me do this differently. One hour before every Bears game, I'll be doing a pregame show with Dan Hampton and Ed Obradovich on 720 WGN. And two hours after the game, or two hours 
a two-hour post-game show after the game. You get it on WGN as well. So if it's a noon kickoff, we're on at 11 till 12, and then we'll be on at 3 o'clock right after the game until 5. This week, we're on from 6 until 7 into the Sunday night, and then we'll be on after the ball game probably till I don't know, sometime around midnight. Go Bears. And if you are watching the White Sox and the Angels on Thursday, Carm will be doing, yours truly, will be doing the pre and post for Chuck Garfine. So looking forward to that. Shohei Otani is scheduled to pitch on Thursday. White Sox, Angels, that will be fun. All right, DeWindy City White Sox podcast with Mo and the King. And the one and only Courtney starts right now. Showtime. The whole organization of this thing. Is I, I have 0.0 interest in hearing your shit. I mean, I, I get there on time today, uh, even though I get the link 30 seconds before, the, and then I can't get in the room. The first time ever on time. If you're going to do that, hang a sock outside the door. Wink, wink, if you know what I mean. This is ridiculous. What is this uh, college? This is when the king was getting it on. He put the sock on the door. Are well, we learning about your past? Well, we're learning a little bit about life, but it's certainly not uh, uh, punctuality when it comes to the Mark Carmen podcast. Anybody else go with the old sock on the door trick, Courtney? I mean, come on, Mark. We already discussed. I'm waiting till marriage. You know that. Oh, yeah. I forgot about that. My bad. That's, that's yeah, a bad one. That's not my style. Come on. You know that. Mo, first time ever with Julie. Did you have the sock on the door? No comment. <laughs> I love you, Mo. You're in every way. No kiss and tell, baby. I love that. You're a yeah. class act. Carmen, so the, Carmen on the other hand, had a blog for God's sakes. So, so ridiculous. I, Mo, you are my hero. No kiss and tell. So I have inside information on the king that we need to start the show with. Uh, the king. If you were following along in our text chain, we can't follow along in social media because the King, despite being on this podcast, does not have social media. The King uh, went to New York this week to go to the U.S. Open, I believe, with one of his good friends who got him a ticket. No, I got my own ticket, Mark. Okay, you got you got your own ticket. Okay, 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 okay. So did you go with one of your good friends? Is that is that information accurate? Absolutely. Very Uh accurate. Okay, somebody you went to college with perhaps put the sock on the door for? Uh, yes, I would say so. Yes, accurate. Uh, okay. Continue okay. To be Again, accurate. accurate. Okay, also accurate, it was that I did ask the King if he wanted to come to the U.S. Open with me. I asked if uh, he wanted to talk tennis with me. I asked if he wanted to play tennis against me. I even, and then I, and then the King, I believe, offered up, oh, you know, I've got a great relationship with Chase. I could get us to get you tickets to the U S open is all that is everything I just said accurate. Yes. In fact, yeah. I did get tickets. The only thing that's not accurate is that I never invited you. Right, right. No. Well, that's, that is accurate. I, I, you never, I, I invited you. You did not invite me. And here's the kicker where I think I can get Courtney on my side. Doesn't your daughter live in New York city? Yes, she does. Mark. Yeah. Did you go to New York and go to the U S open and not make time to see your daughter? Uh, that's exactly what happened, Mark. Courtney, did you hear that? He went to New York for the tennis and didn't even make time for dinner with his daughter. What the hell? I mean, King, that is a little strange. I'm not going to lie. What was the reason behind that? My my daughter's an independent, strong woman who is responsible for her own entertainment. I, I, I you know. <laughs> what? <laughs> so I don't feel like it's my responsibility everywhere I go to have dinner with 
someone who is uh, would be glad to see me. I look at I looked at that. Let me step back. I looked at New York as a little time for me. Okay, and that's one reason why I did not invite Carmen. Okay, it was a little time for me. Okay, and another reason I didn't invite Carmen was because he shunned you at the Field of Dreams, and I thought payback is killer. Payback is killer. Payback is killer. Well, I what Mark doesn't tell you is I invited my daughter to meet me at the U.S. Open because I have a son home and I had to get back because he can't stay alone. Now, Mark doesn't give all the facts like in most cases or has the facts wrong. So in the end, I think I did what was right. I offered my daughter to come to the U.S. Open during the day and I offered her a ticket of which she could not do. Ah, could you have gone before the Open perhaps and had breakfast with your daughter? I tried that, Mark, but my first flight, I got up at four to have the first flight out to possibly do that. But my first flight was canceled. Okay. Next question, Mark. See, clearly this is about my own disappointment. That's something that's so near and dear to me, the U.S. Open, and my good friend, the King, who I so desperately wanted to share it with, just straight dogged me, could not make the time. Then I learned after the fact, in a, in a text message with the White Sox group, which is why we're bringing it up here, that, oh, the King was at the open in the second row. So I was I was highly disappointed that that I was just completely shunned. And Mark, then I heard... Yeah. Mark, no, 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 no. No, you're done. You're done. You're done because you got a lot of you got a, you got a lot of balls because you talk about the U.S. Open being important to you. Yeah. The Field of Dreams is pretty damn important to me that you happily shunned me and happily bragged about going... <laughs> So how dare you let King mind, mind your business with King's family. Then, he invited his daughter. That was his, his choice. And no, 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 no. This is not about Mark Carmen. You no, had no, every opportunity l- listen, to listen. take me to feel the dreams. <laughs> And you didn't. L- l- listen, listen, Mrs. Hip- hip- hypocrisy, if, no. if I may, as you are, of course, turning this into your own thing, where, but not I allowing see. me to have it to be about me. You do see that, right? The, of course I do. Okay, of course well, I do. As, as long as you see it, that's, that's Did you fine. see, you know, did you know when people start feeling uncomfortable, they start st- 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 stuttering? Did you hear Mark <laughs> say hypocrisy? He, 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 he's under the gun. It's really, he sounds <laughs> like, he sounds like Ken from Fish Called Wanda, for God's sake. Mark, nothing against King. people who stutter. I stuttered as a child. I worked very hard. I still stutter when I'm very uncomfortable and under the gun. You're just showing your stripes very, very uh, aggressively right now. So, so don't please, please don't go into the stuttering world. That would not be to your benefit. I studied stuttered, Mark. I'm a recovered <laughs> stutterer. Most people, when they're uncomforting, lying, or just in a position of really being uncovered, stutter. I, and I, I just heard you say hypocrisy. All right. I greatly look forward to the end of this podcast. So stay tuned because the King will be heavily featured. Uh, so, but let's get on to the old field here, team. Uh, the Boston Red Sox are coming in. The White Sox just lost two of three to the A's. Courtney's been writing excessively on Twitter as per normal, but this time it's about how she doesn't want the Oakland Coliseum to ever be a part of her future. King, I know you're very positive. Let me start with you, Mo, actually, on this. A current state of the team, Mo, as we head into the Red Sox series after losing two of three, 
with Tony strategically resting everybody as we are now on September the 10th with, uh, call it 20 days left in the regular season. Your level of uh, peace when, you're, when your head hits the pillow at night with where the White Sox are at. I'm not going to lie. It's, it's been a little disappointing, but I, I think there's been reasons for it. I, I think if we were five or 10 days away from the playoffs, I'd be more concerned. Um, obviously there's, there's guys that are either injured or they're, they're using the injured list to rest them and recover. And I think that that's obviously been the plan. Um, you know, I, I don't think that Sox management got the memo from King. I believe this Saturday King had them clinching. So I think he was a little optimistic in that, but, uh, other than that, like I said, if, if we were five or 10 days out, I'd be more concerned. I, I think the next 10 to 10 days or so are going to be really telling. Hopefully we can get Anderson back. I think he got, we all know he starts the offense and then get our starting rotation back in order. Courtney, anything uh, keeping you up at night? Eloy Jimenez leaving games with a right knee contusion who's day-to-day. That was on the um, I agree with pretty much everything Mo said, but I do want to touch on the Oakland Coliseum as a Denver Bronco fan that I am. The Oakland Coliseum is truly the black hole and it needs to be demolished and nobody will miss it. I mean, Eloy is completely cursed. It's absolutely ridiculous that that ball hit him flesh on the knee. I mean, it was just absolutely incredible, but I'm a little, I I know I said last week, I wasn't completely worried about the Anderson situation. As it continues, I'm getting a little more concerned about it, especially when LaRusso said a few days ago, I don't really have a time frame on when he's going to come back. That put me on edge a little bit. Um, as I've said, week on and week out, you know, come October, you can't just flip a switch and start winning. So hopefully this is just about getting rest and, you know, guys can just kind of turn it on come October, but it's a concern. I don't disagree. King, this is the point of the podcast where you tell us everything's okay. Everything is fine. Okay. We are just, it's like, we're just priming the engine, right? Priming the pump to turn on the engine for the playoffs. That's all we're doing. Everybody's resting. Everybody's getting their head in the right spot. We have some concerns. We have some challenges. So does everybody. Let's play October baseball. Well, they will be doing that. Courtney, actually, team, I think we have to deal with the slight controversy on the show right now, uh, which is, of course, Courtney uh, invading the other ballpark in town. Uh, the, the, the biggest Cub hater on this podcast, uh, once again, going to yet another Cub game, uh, this time with wrestlers who she's blaming for giving her a ticket and, and saying that it's okay to walk down the street. Uh, Courtney, what's your defense for going to Wrigley Field when the White Sox are not playing just to see the Cubs play? Uh, free beer, free drinks, free fruit. Free, I can't even talk because I'm so uh, disgusted that I did have to go to Wrigley again, but we were in the suites. I was with some old wrestling friends. You know, I mean, it is what it is. The Cubs suck. Who cares? A free baseball game. Be- a stunning day on Labor Day um, with some good wrestling friends of mine. Absolutely not a problem. I sat there in regular clothes cheering for the Reds. And that was it. It was a lovely afternoon. Courtney, what about Frank Schwindel? I was, I, Frank had a very, very, very good game. I'm very happy for Frank. Um, the Cubs are insignificant. If I get great tickets to see a baseball game with good friends and all the beer I can drink, I'm going to do it. King, any, any issues that you have with Courtney right now that you'd like to discuss? I'd like you guys to be clear and current. Do we lose the King or did the King just have a heart attack knowing that Courtney? Oh, no, 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 no. I, I, I was catching my breath a little bit from, oh, just, okay. 
from what Courtney said, the fact that she was at Wrigley Field, but more importantly, when she says, my wrestling friends, are have you or are you a wrestler? And if so, or if not, what is your, re- do you have wrestling moves? I'd like um, to know that. Uh, King, this is, that is such a loaded question. And that would be for another podcast for another time, getting into my uh, wrestling history there. But I have, I do have some experience in the ring a little bit, but what? I do, I do, I do. It's a true story. Can't get into full details on this podcast now since this is the White Sox podcast, but I've spent a lot of time in the wrestling industry. Um, it is very near and dear to me, and we're just going to leave it at that. Oh. Yes. Now now it comes into focus a little bit more. Yes. Right. Perhaps a drop. It, it does. Okay. Let's, uh, let's segue away from that. I'm getting a little uncomfortable. Uh, Carlos Rodon. Back with the Sox and pitching against the Red Sox, and let's go. Yeah, it just feels like a very important weekend for the White Sox. Not in games, if they win or lose, doesn't really matter at this point, but that Rodon actually looks good. This is, uh, it's, it's like Rodon coming back, Lucas coming back, Tim coming back, and everybody being healthy. This is step one to let's be rolling on full full throttle full cylinders everything going the right way come playoff time rodan back this weekend are you guys as excited about this as i am just to see what he looks like i am and it's going to be you know it's going to be a big test i i constantly am nervous about rodan you know i just chalk it up to him not pitching as many innings as he ever has until this year but rodan is someone that i always get nervous about and i've said it since the beginning i'm always holding my breath waiting for the next big injury. So this this will be an interesting test this weekend against a very, very impressive Red Sox team. By the way, Chris Sale, did you all see this? Yes. Right before, it. What well, is it? well, it's right before we started the podcast, roughly. Chris Sale has tested positive for COVID-19, so he will not make his scheduled start on Sunday versus the White Sox. So, King, if you were looking forward to Sale versus the Sox, you're not going to get it. He's the 12th Red Sox player to test positive in the last two weeks. And not to mention, they are the lowest um, vaccinated team, of course, in baseball. So, Does everybody have positive feelings for Chris Sale on this podcast, by the way? Very much so. I, I was very much rooting for his return. Um, I completely understood why he did what he did when he was here. He's the guy that wants to win. I have nothing but love for Chris Sale. And he's a good guy overall as well. Mo, I'm expecting a little bit more of a in the middle on sale. No, I liked him a lot when he was here. Obviously, there were a couple things with him, and you know, the, obviously, the most public one was the cutting of the jerseys, and you know, there was maybe some behavior that there may be underlying reasons, but I, I thought wasn't always the most professional. But the guy came and showed up and pitched, and you know, loved him, and uh, hated to see them trade him, but glad we got Moncada and Kopech uh, in return. And I do wish him well. He, he helped them win the World Series. Yeah. Yeah. Was anybody up for Romy Gonzalez as I, as I uh, switch around here, his first major league hit, which came at 1227 local time in Chicago. Cause I was up for Romy Gonzalez and I want to yes. brag about that. Were you, you were there Mo? I, w- I was watching. Yeah. Why I was we, watching as well. Why see now why, where was the, where was the celebration text between the three of us when Romy Gonzalez lined a single to right after with, uh, and Gordon Beckham making a big deal about, uh, you know, there's no batting cages in Oakland, or at least there aren't during the game. You got to go out to center field, and he came off cold and came through. It was an, it was an, and the whole dugout was super excited about it. Everybody loves Romy, apparently. 
We should have we should have all jumped on uh, the group text at twelve twenty seven and and, and celebrated, Romy. I blame you guys. Well, I didn't hear the Gordon Beckham call because I had the broadcast muted. So I will just take your word for that. Um, but very happy for Romy. He had a hell of a season in Charlotte. He's getting a taste of the big leagues. Why Anderson is hurt. Um, I think it's great. I'm very happy for him. Mark, one one cool thing about the Sox, and, and this is kind of King has pointed this out. I was listening to a podcast from that other guy who hosts the pre and post game show. He was talking to Jimmy Lambert, who was talking about just how um, his teammates, all of them, made him feel so good after he, he got his first major league win. The, the Sox seem to embrace all the guys that come up and help. They, they, you know, they make them feel welcome and they help them celebrate when they have big moments. So um, that's a great sign of a team. Has anybody been to the Coliseum, by the way? I on have. this? I have. Unfortunately. And? Is it as bad in person? Yeah, it's I a shit, it's, it's a shithole. It's it's a shithole. The um the foul territories are gigantic. It's it's just a complete dump. It's awful place. I, I have a different take. I, I agree the stadium itself, there's really not a lot of positives, but we actually had a good time watching the game there. Even even though we were somewhat far away with the foul territories, like it was a fun place, enjoyable place to watch a game. And I was surprised. I went there with, with very low expectations. I hope you took the uh, trip to San Francisco and saw an actual ballpark, because that is an actual ballpark where the Giants Absolutely. play. Absolutely. Yes, good. California Park, yeah. Yep, good. Yeah, you can't compare good. the two. I mean, that's, yeah, for sure. That's like guaranteed rate and, and that other field in Chicago, and you just can't compare the two. The Coliseum is not a Coliseum. That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> this does take me to uh, Courtney's tweets which on September 7th, she tweeted, blow up the Coliseum, nobody would complain. You know, Am I wrong? Am I wrong, guys? Come on. Not I, wrong. I think from what I saw that there are, I, I know they didn't have good numbers there, but Oakland fans seem to be pretty passionate. Uh, I would hate for them to lose a team to another city. But, yeah, they, they definitely could use a new ballpark. Uh, I mean, th- this fuck, is fuck, fuck Oakland fans. They can lose another team. Wow. 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 Yeah. Fuck them. Uh, why? Why? Diehard Denver Bronco fan. I have zero love for Oakland fans. Zero. But we're that makes it A's, fun. Raiders. Who's the Raider? I said we're talking the A's, not the Raiders, but I understand your point. Doesn't matter. Same fan base. Who gives a shit? No, screw them. Terrible fan base. You know, has anyone. <laughs> picked up that Courtney's getting more and more aggressive as our podcasts go on. I don't mean just this one. I mean, in sequence of one full podcast after the other. Forget about the podcast. Try the middle of the week. Yeah. In the text and everything. It's like, it's, she's really, you know, it could be, she's, she, she really enjoys herself. That's for sure. Thank you, King. And I do very much enjoy myself. I appreciate that. Thank you. And, and by the way, uh, I'm not going to – we'll just consider it all one tweet, but there's a zillion Coliseum tweets. Also, the Coliseum in Oakland is sure as fuck not a Coliseum. What a dump. Um, does your mother ever get upset with you that you swear on social media? God, no. Come on. She She's fully – Rose fully supports my personality and my efforts and my right to express the very strong opinions that I have on things. Does she follow you on social media? She, she does. She does. Yes. Does she listen to our podcast? Oh my gosh. She's our number one fan. Give everyone, give a shout out to my mother. Who hey is mom. Hey, I'm looking, us. Go Rose. looking Rose. forward to meeting you Rose. 
King. My mom's name is Courtney Rose. Text, Courtney texts almost weekly how much Rose loves the King, and you're asking if she listens to the podcast. Oh, I'm certainly yeah. her, her favorite. Um, but hey, are you the youngest? Are you the youngest? Uh, uh, I, I am the youngest. I have one uh, sister two years older than I am, and she's so, the complete opposite of me. So you are Rosemary's baby. <laughs> Very much so, yes. Yeah, that says a lot. When, says a lot. When, by the way, my mom's name is Rosemary also. So I'm oh, I love all, that. And I'm the youngest, so I'm also Rosemary's baby. See, King and you, you and I, we just continue to have some, some synch synchronous. Is that the right word? Synchronicities? Yeah. Some like peas in a pod. Two little yes. peas. Yeah. Yeah. I would like you to define she's totally opposite from me. That would be very interesting to see how you see yourself. Can you do that, please? I can do that. Absolutely. Um, love my sister, but, you know, definitely not a hardcore sports fan like I am. She doesn't. <laughs> She doesn't have the strong opinions that I have. She doesn't drink, you know, she's just very, very mellow, low key, um, you know, doesn't have strong, super strong opinions on matters like politics and sports and everything. And, you know, she's just, we're just different. If you saw us in a room together, you would, you would see what I'm talking about. Does she, sound, she sounds very sweet. Yeah. She's very sweet. She's very sweet. Let's That's go right. back to, let's go back to Courtney's tweets and, and see if this one rankles you King petitioning now for the Cubs to have me sing the seventh inning stretch. I mean, she wanted to get up there and, and, and sing root, root, root for the Cubbies. No, 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 no. Don't try to turn this around like I'm doing something shady. Why don't you read the other tweet about Co Go Cubs Go now? Read that tweet. I have that on the list, but I'd like to first have people address the fact that Courtney was petitioning the Cubs to have her sing. What makes, that, that, what, what, makes, what makes you think that I would have thrown in Go Cubs Go? I could have easily been fooling everybody and done Go Sox in the middle of that or even Go Reds. You don't know what I would have done, Mark. You don't know what my plan was. I, I mean, I'm just assuming that you would respect. Uh, I don't respect anything. You should know that by now, Mark. Yeah, Come on. Okay, 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 okay. All right. Uh, I mean, I, I guess I will have to take your word for it that you would have screamed root, root, root for the White Sox after petitioning the Cubs to sing the seventh inning stretch. I I mean, I had Tom Ricketts on the line saying Courtney Finna come is in is is, is in a, a suite with wrestlers. You should have her come over and sing today, at least as a backup singer. Uh, but he didn't get back to me. So that's... no shock. Uh, here's a serious tweet, and, and Mo, please address this. Michael Kopech is the next player who needs a stint breather on the injured list. What do we think about where Kopech's at as Courtney's naming it? Yeah, he's, he has not done super well. I, I think I brought up a couple uh, times ago. I, I thought Tony yanked him, and I don't know, you know if it's a confidence issue or if it's a physical issue. Let, let's not forget he didn't pitch last year or the year before, so that there could definitely be a bit of a tired arm. What amazes me is the guy's throwing 99-100, and he's getting they're teeing off on him, which which it doesn't make you know he's got good movement on his breaking pitches too. So I don't know if he's tipping pitches or what, but um, he's got to figure it out. King, you you still as high on Kopech, Courtney? I wouldn't trade Kopech for anybody. You still sitting there? I absolutely am. You know the the bullpen is always a concern of mine, though, as we all know, and I think he would benefit from a breather. He's kind of gotten one. He hasn't pitched much lately. But. Uh, you know how I feel. I would have traded him. And the fact that we didn't, you know, I, I'm, I'm the fact that we didn't, we made a choice to stay with him. I'm 100% behind him. 
and I hope we are <laughs> resting him a little bit. And I hope is, but but I would have gotten optimal uh, maximum value for him, like we did with another really good guy, Chris Sales. And and we chose not to do that, so I'm fully behind whatever it takes to get him in as productive as possible. Who do you think I, I gotta I gotta say though, you're not getting maximum value for Kopech when at the trade deadline this year. He didn't have enough track record. I mean, Sale was an established stud. Uh, people was- wanted a right hander out of the bullpen. They would have taken him in a second. They would have paid a lot of people would have paid a lot for him. Now, whether or not it would have put us in a better position, I don't know. So maybe we made the choice for good reason. But again, he's on the team. I'm behind him. I want him to be a starter next year. I want him to pitch, you know, two innings of almost every game on our way to the World Series and in the World Series. Well, and, so, and as a reminder, he's not just a bullpen guy. I mean, eventually he is going to be a starter probably as early as next year. And I actually agree with Mo. I think that there's people that would have definitely wanted Kopech, but we wouldn't have not have gotten full value for him at that moment. Um, Chris Sale was an established star. He had a very uh, low contract at that point as well. Um, you know, I would not have been maximum value, but I, eventually Kopech is going to be a starter, and I still believe he's going to be a damn good one. But, you know, it, there are some concerns right now with the way he's been pitching for sure. Hey, King, what what is the name of the guy that the White Sox used to have that they traded to the Red Sox? What's his name? Chris Sale. Okay, you called him Sales a second ago. Uh, I, I, you know why? Because I wish there was two of them and we would have kept one. Oh, that's adorable. Only one of them. I know who he is. Maybe what? you know. It, maybe it's because people call me Stevens all the time. Oh, so yeah. You don't have to give my last, you know, my first name, but you know, I, I know, I know the pain associated with it. I, I got it. I got it. And then who is the White Sox first baseman? I'm not going to talk to you any longer, please. Uh, I know you like to a break. I'm not going to go here. Just why not? What's his name? Because you're going back to my stuttering and some of my speech challenges. And I'm not going to let you do that because I feel discriminated against. And <laughs> and I feel like it's really mean. It, it, this is like a... This is like a schoolyard making fun of the kid, the fat kid. And I'm not going to let you go there, Mark. I'm not going to let you. I don't think stuttering has anything to do with the way you pronounce the first baseman's name. I think it's got something to do with something else that I perhaps don't understand. What's his name again? I'm not going to I'm not going to answer that question, Mark. I you know what? Your name is Carmen, not Carmen. It's Carmen (laughs) and it's finna come. And it's, you know, and then it's Mark, go fuck yourself. How's that? Oh. Yeah, no, I, you're, you're talking about the way King pronounces Abreu's last name. You have called me Courtney Finnegan yeah. on more than one occasion after I've yeah, corrected yeah, yeah. you several times. Yeah, yeah, several yeah, times. yeah you're, not a, you're not one of the greatest first basemen in the history of the league. So, Doesn't matter. And not to mention, Mark, my name is in the Zoom little mirror here, and it clearly says Courtney Finnegan. I don't know I, how you can mess that up. I, I I understand that you somehow brought this quickly back to yourself, but I just want to know who plays first base for Abreu. That's Stop all. I wanna, it. That's I mean. I just I just want to know. That's, that's mean. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna oh. answer you, Mark Carmen. I th- this you, this is coming from a guy that goes to a camp with children. What's and, wrong with that? As 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 it's family camp. There's families yeah. there, adults yeah. and kids. Okay, let's. This, this is like Festivus, man. The airing of grievances. Yeah, let me wrap up with one more Courtney tweet, which I you're just mean, had. Mark, I just want to say you're mean. Oh, you're mean. We are. Yes, I, I I mean. Okay, this is the one I wanted. 
Seriously, this is August 29th. Like I've said before, Luis Robert is a goddamn gazelle out in center field. Now, I bring this up, and Mo, I want your take on this. And, and I guess I want all your takes on this, even even King Who. I, I, uh, I watch Luis, and I see an incredibly talented guy. And I also see a dude that at times seems too cool for school, a little too, little too a cavalier out there. There was a play in the A series where a runner went uh, first to third, and he just uh, actually was second to home. Where if he had charged it aggressively, uh, maybe the runner doesn't come home. I don't know. Sometimes it just it seems like he's a little bit impressed with himself. Is am I the only one that's seeing this out in center field at times? I don't even know where you're coming from with this, Carmen. I mean, they called it out on the broadcast, Mo. I mean, it's I'm not pulling it out of complete center field, I, but I but it was interesting. If I recall, he got the ball in, but there was no cutoff, man. But I understand the point. Um, I listen, watching Luis Robert this year since he came back, I feel like he's following the Carmen school of of not busting it 100, percent which is I believe you've prescribed to us on a, on a few occasions, which. He's trying to protect that, you know, his injury. So um, I don't think it's him doing that. He's young also, right? He, he, he He's a young guy. There, there probably is some element of style, if that's what you're getting at. But I don't I don't think he's one to dog it. I think he's just, you know, still learning, learning the ropes. I mean, if you're saying that he's protecting himself for the playoffs, I, that's great. I hope he is. I mean, watch, watch him run the bases, you know, run to first. He's not he's not busting it down the line. And that's fine, right? He, he's. I think he's he's learning when to push and when not to push. The outfield, yeah, maybe there are times he's not being ultra aggressive, but you know, he had a major injury. He came back pretty fast. There probably is some semblance of I need to protect myself. And I'm sure, you know, Tony and his training staff are telling him, be smart. All that makes sense. Do you think that's going on? Anybody else? I fully agree with Mo. Um, you can definitely see whenever he hits one that he's not busting it down the line. And I think he was rushed back pretty quickly and he's a young player and he doesn't want to experience any setbacks the way Adam Engel has. Um, I think Mo is entirely correct on all that. King, did you, when you got to New York for the U S open, did you not sprint off the plane to get there in a very calm, take a cab, you know, relaxed manner to not injure yourself? Um, no, I, I went full boat. I ran to first, I ran in the outfield and I, I don't care what Robert does. I'm in love with that guy. He's a five tool guy. He's an attractive man. And I can say that he's a, you know, I'm attracted to everything that he's about. And, and, and I think he's, you know, he's being, he, Robert's being Robert. And, and I think he's, he, he's a hell of a talent. So I'm not going to pick apart what uh, the little things and I'll look at the entire body of work. And I think he's doing a hell of a job. I mean, you're not going to want to bust it after a hip flexor injury, the way he had it. I mean, you're not right. So, I mean, we saw it happen with Adam Engel. He has never been the same. I mean, he's, he's taking it easy and I think it's actually okay. I mean, as Mr. You know, lack of days, it's okay to be lackadaisical down the line. I'm Mrs. Hustle, as I always am, um, I can actually see why he's doing this. Was that your wrestling name, Mrs. Hustle? 
I might, I might have to be now. I might have to be. That's <laughs> let, let, let me just officially apologize to Luis, who's done a great job coming back from the hip flexor strain that was incredibly significant. People didn't think he'd come back as quick as he did, and he did. And I think that I was missing the larger picture that Luis is very much taking care of his body and doing everything he can to be 100% for October when the White Sox are going to go win the damn World Series. So to, the, to Luis and the Robert family and all his fans for even bringing up the fact that there have been clear moments where he's not hustling. That is a e e one e Carmen, and uh, I'd like to set the record straight that I was indeed um, off base with even bringing that up as a topic on today's White Sox to Windy City podcast. I feel better. Is everybody else satisfied? Uh, and would you apologize about me, my pronunciation of names, and my stuttering? I'd like the, what's uh, what's the name I'm, of the first baseman? Jose. Didn't you attack me at the beginning of this podcast about my stuttering? Wouldn't you be an incredible hypocrite for bringing up hypocrisy? Well, it's but you don't have a problem with it outside of you being caught with your pants down. I actually had a problem with it. So that's I'm in recovery. You're just making fun of me. So that I I, that's that would be E2. That would be E2. E1 being Robert. E2 being the, the stuttering and making fun of people's speech impediments. So I would prefer we end this with a small apology. It doesn't have to be as big as the one to Robert, but an apology to me, first and foremost, all the stutterers in the world. And I would throw Mo and Courtney in there just for good measure. You know, King, I'm feeling good. It's September the 10th. The White Sox are headed towards the World Series. So... If I offended you in any way, shape, or form about any prior issues that you had that you have amazingly overcome to be a dynamic contributor to the Windy City podcast and really every room that you walk into, then I wholeheartedly apologize. And please take this at least somewhat seriously and accept what I have just said to you. Thank you. Who's going to the ballpark this weekend? I am. I will be be there tomorrow. Saturday and Sunday for me, baby. Mo, you watching football with me or are you going to the park? I'm probably going to the park. I want to see Shohei Otani and the Angels this week, so I'm going to go during the week. Very nice. Uh, Courtney, Courtney, you going to stop by Wrigley and cheer for Chris Bryant too? I listen, I, I really like that Giants team, but I will not be going to Wrigley anymore this year. I can assure you of that. But I will be at the rate on Saturday night, which I will look forward to. Can't wait to see the beer pictures that come out of Saturday night and or wine. <laughs> That's right. That's right. Ripken. Or both. Ripkin as in Finicum. Always. <laughs> Has anyone picked up that Courtney's getting more and more aggressive as our podcasts go on? I don't mean just this one. I mean in sequence of one full podcast after the other. No, 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 no. This program was recorded on tape for a live audience. Fuck Oakland fans. They can lose another team. You're done. You're done because you got a lot of you got a you got a lot of balls. Was that your wrestling name, Mrs. Hustle? Yeah.
Give everyone give a shout out to my mother. You're just showing your stripes very, very uh, aggressively right now. You got a league on a lot of balls. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line. Prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Bet MGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus and present in Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 Gambler in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. <laughs> 